Hallelujah. Greetings, kings and queens of the city of God, heavenly Jerusalem, on earth as it is in heaven. It's another day living in the realm, the realm of strife-free prosperity, the realm of envy-free blessing and goodness and drunken glory, the realm of infinite love and blessing and favor. It's the realm of the Father. It's the realm of intimacy. It's the realm of dancing on sapphire dance floors with King Jesus. Oh yeah. With King Father and with the kings and queens as well. You need to understand that, that it's not just Father. It's Father in us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because Jezebel says, nope, a father out in space, so you serve the false father, Satan. That's what's wrong with, like, everyone. It's the father in you, and it's the father in me, and that's how we have fellowship, intimacy. If you're not having intimate fellowship with one another, it's because you're full of Satan, and there's no capacity in your heart to love each other as God loves you. And you're full of lust, perversion, secret sin. You'll be all into for selfishness. You'll be going to church looking at girls. And it'll be all a bunch of hypocrisy everywhere. And that's called Jezzy's Horror Babylon, the false Christian church of the world. If you're not into Jeezy, you're into Jezzy. Those are the two trees in the garden. And it's one is the wood that decays, and one is the wood that never decays. The fading glory and the ever increasing glory. Man's religion that has the knowledge and appearance of good, even signs and wonders, but is not based on the wood that the Spirit builds that doesn't decay, which is the agape glory of God. The king's marriage carriage is built out of wood that does not decay. Song of Songs says that. And that's because the king builds with the Spirit and with the Word and in truth and obedience to his Father. Amen. So that everything the king builds in Song of Songs in love, and you are all kings and queens, so that everything you build doesn't rust, doesn't decay. That's what you want to get into. Apostolic building, because you know what? Every king and queen is an apostle. Hello? Haven't you realized that yet? Oh, that's a, a certain position for just a cult leader. I mean, someone who has a church planting system, an apostolic network, which is called a cult leader. That's what cult is. There's no apostolic any of that crap in the kingdom. That's all cult. And we'll, we'll clear them up. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of business. But people accuse us of being a cult. We're as kingdom as it gets, baby. This is a kingdom. We don't even hire staff. We just produce kings, queens, and lords of the hundredfold glory realm of divine love. And it's so organic that people freak out. Who is your father? Who's in charge of this? And then there's the 60 warring angels putting you in your place. You never hear from them again because they come in, they blaspheme God the Father's glory, and the angels just took them by their neck and threw them 300 million light years that way. Amen? You've seen that about 100,000 times. Because you're messing around with the real kingdom of heaven that's Luke 17, 21, in you. In you. Hallelujah. The real kingdom of heaven that's in you. 
And if you're not messing around with the kingdom that's in you, you're going to mess it around with the kingdom that's outside you, which is Satan's kingdom. There are organizations here considered to be high-level prophetic that have built only on the seven mountains. That 100% of their prophetic ministry is Jezebelic in nature. That's how deceived even the elect or the elite are right now worldwide. I tell you the truth. No exaggeration. This is the culmination of the ages and the maturation of the times. There are ministries with 175,000 followers, because I looked at them and I've been watching everything here that goes on in the whole world for over a decade in ministry. I mean, involved with all of it. Just watching, learning, growing, blossoming, gaining wisdom, gaining understanding to fix this mess. Amen? And that's what we're doing. We're going to fix it by the fullness of the Father being formed in us and manifesting the real kingdom, the dominion of His glory. That's what kingdom means, the dominion of His glory. But it's going to be so dramatic in the removal of Jezzy's systems here, Jezebel's systems here, which is the counterfeit Christianity that works in the brain and not the heart, because the heart people are taking over the head people this season. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. They can't handle it because their whole life is a lie. They just come on here, get offended, manifest like a snake pit, and they go off and they get seven times worse. They actually get seven times more demonized to come back and try to destroy us so that we don't fulfill prophecy. I've watched that hundreds of times because they are certain I'm wrong because they're certain Jezebel is Jesus Christ. I've watched it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, and hundreds of them are dead, already dead, buried in cemeteries. And I'm not boasting in that. It's just hard kicking against the pricks. Very, very hard. I'm not saying that, you know, oh, my God, it's turn or burn. I'm saying that when the Father's throne shows up in divine love and you fight it, you quickly destroy yourself. Quickly. That's why you can go as wild as you want in the hundredfold glory realm of divine love and the renewed mind because there's no sin in this place. Now, people that are in sin are defiled in sin, so they interpret everything prophetically inaccurately at a lower level with serpents crawling through their skulls because they haven't brought their heads to the altar to burn at the place of the skull Golgotha, which is the altar of the whole world. Scripture says Golgotha, where Christ was crucified, was the altar of the entire world, past, present, and future. That's still the altar of the world. The issue is, if you don't bring your head there to burn in the Holy Spirit, your head, by default, is given to the serpents of Satan's principalities. And that's why people are a total snake pit everywhere. Because they're not taught correct Christianity to bring their skulls to Skull Hill to burn it as a burnt offering. They live out of the skull, which is Satan's kingdom, instead of out of the heart, which is the kingdom of heaven. And the separation, the chasm between the soul and the spirit is divided by the sword of the spirit, the word of God, it is written. Hebrews 4.12 The sword of the spirit divides the kingdom of Satan from the kingdom of God. Oh, doesn't the soul belong to God? Not if it's not circumcised. The carnal mind is the seat of Satan and the Antichrist. Romans chapter 8. Enmity and at war against the Spirit, it is written. 
And John goes deeper in Revelation, if anyone's got Solomonic wisdom, and says it's the 666 mark of the beast. It's the idolatry of self. 666 is Solomon's wealth received from the Queen of the South, which means your head is still controlled by money instead of the spirit. Whoa, so the mark of the beast is having your soul controlled by idolatry, natural things, instead of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's simple as that. I mean, it's so basic, a four-year-old could understand it, but it will cost you everything to get it out of you. Well, it actually only costs you your death. It only costs you your idolatry. That's all it costs you is your sin nature. And people cling to their sin nature and pay penance. I've watched... The majority of Christians over the years, talk about the suffering prophets, the majority of Christians actually cling and retain to their own own soul and rather pay penance to stay in control of their life than to bring their soul to the altar to burn it to become real Christians. And then they fake it, you know, try to pretend like they're real Christians. And I go to church, they raise my hands, and I'm like, kumbaya, kumbaya. And then the rest of the week, I'm trying to find my wife and make money hustling, doing all my natural stuff and call myself a Christian but I'm nothing less than a whore of Babylon. And I love you, but that's the truth anyhow. Those are the members of the prostitute of Babylon who ride the seven-headed beast. And then they go and they try to pay penance, and they're all worshiping Jezebel, and they go and try to get their way, and they pray word, word curses and witchcraft prayers on anyone to try to manipulate them to get their own selfish way. Christian witches are the majority of Christians in the world. It's actually very rare to find someone pure in heart that serves the Father. The Apostle Paul said in the first century, there's almost no one that serves Christ. Everyone does their own thing. It is written. You'll find very few ministers that actually serve the Father's intentions for this earth in kingdom form, in spiritual kingdom, in true kingdom realities. Most people still serve their selfish ideas and they put the Bible on it to try to sanctify it, what they want for themselves. They turn it into a marketplace, you know, the cat of nine tails. I see now the cat of nine tails as the nine spices of Song of Songs. There's nine spices in Song of Songs. There's nine fruits in Galatians 5. And there's nine overcomers gifts in Revelation 2 and 3. And they all correspond equally because they're all the same thing. Your fruitfulness produces the divine intimacy of the ruling and reigning gifts of Revelation 2 and 3. It is written. So, the issue is developing, now that we have a remnant here, there's a remnant of a remnant of a remnant. We're talking about, we have a holy of holies company here that's intimate with the Father, dancing on the sapphire dance floor of heavenly Jerusalem. There are kings and queens of the kingdom age already manifesting kingship and queenship at a royal power level of the anointing of the seven spirits of God. And if that's too deep for you, go back and get 2016, 17, 18, 19. We've been doing this for 13 years. All the schools are online for a free download. Amen. But we don't, I don't go back and do that because we're building. We're building up to this. And so people that have been building with us and growing with us for years are ready for this kind of stuff. And if you're not, go back and get the schools. Amen. So now, in 2019, going into 2020, or the Jewish calendar, we already said Rosh Hashanah, we're in the Jewish year 6,020. Oh, what is it, 5,800? Listen, I love you, but you couldn't be more wrong. All these people, and it's the craziest thing, how this Jezebelic prophetic church still serves a pharisaical structure 
that completely missed the mark in the first century. Because if you intimately knew Christ, you would know that the Jewish calendar is way wrong. So wrong. It's over 225 years off from the mark because they changed it in the first century to not point to Jesus as the Messiah. You are in the Jewish year 6020. Now take that to the Father. If you need to pray and fast about anything that we proclaim here, please do. And if I'm wrong, please come to me and correct me. I'm humble. I'm drinking Moses' humility. But all this stuff I've tested like thousands of times in every place in the world, in every dimension, and I know it's the truth. Because <laughs> I know the Father. I talk with the Father face to face continuously. That's how we got here today. And that's where you need to get by bearing the fruit of intimacy and dancing with the Father on the sapphire dance floor. By What is the sapphire dance floor? Being built up with the words of prophecy. Prophetic living words. The living word is the prophetic word that gels your spirit and persuades your mind. That's how you get your brain to be crucified with Christ. You know, people are like, well, how do I bring my skull to the place of the skull? I go, I go visit Jerusalem, hop on that airplane. I mean, how deceived can you get and still breathe? You, what you do is you take the prophetic word, put it in your heart, and you burn it from the inside out. Did our hearts not burn within us as we walked with him along the way? Illuminating the scriptures? So Jesus Christ already started burning up their brains, the carnal mind, the seed of Satan, First thing in resurrection form, walking with his disciples on the road to Emmaus. Amen. And then he gave them the Holy Ghost and ignited all the words he had already put in their spirit. Bam! And Peter just manifested apostolic glory instantly. He went from cowering in fear to apostolic authority instantly by the Holy Spirit of God. So if you put the Word of God in your heart and then you mix the fire of the Holy Spirit on your brain and crucify the seat of Satan, the carnal mind, you'll manifest apostolic power instantly, just like Peter did. The issue is, people are barely in the Word, have no thirst, have no hunger, doing all kinds of stupid stuff, sinning all the time, feeling bad, condemning themselves. I'm not good enough. Which is just a form of pride. No one feels bad for you. I hate that self-pity demon. God told me self-pity is one of the most wicked, evil spirits in existence. It's one of Satan's highest forms of pride, feeling bad for yourself. Self-pity is the most rotten demon in hell. No one's going to feel bad for you. You've had this prophetic feast before you for decades. You could be as strong as you want to be right now. You're without excuse. It's true. The issue is we wanted sin. If you're honest with yourself, you wanted the pleasures of the flesh. You forfeited your inheritance for seasons of your life by eating bowls of soup. And the soup is the flesh and blood of sin. That's what soup is. Sin. You wanted the pleasures of the flesh. And you sinned, and you sinned, and you got pleasure from it, and then you died, and you cried out for help, and Jesus saved you because He loves you. But don't play games with Jesus now. Don't play games with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Get real, and get pleasured with the Father, and get healed. See, He doesn't deliver you out of the pleasures of the flesh just so you can be a good boy and a good girl and be boring the rest of your life. That's what Jezebel wants to do with you. That's what actually kills the human spirit. You had your fun in college, smoking Marlboros, 
banging boys and snorting cocaine. Now you're going to be the most boringest, dullest person the rest of your life as a house mom. That's Jezebel Satan's plans for most women in America. I've seen it thousands of times. Makes me sick. What's going to actually happen now is you're going to get free from Satan. You're going to get really lit up with the prophetic word and you're going to enter the kingdom and fulfill your destiny starting to live out of your heart by crucifying your brain. The Bible says that the king goes down into his sacred spices, his garden where his spices grow. It's important. The king works in your bowels. The king works in your private parts. He does. The king works in your testes. The king works in your ovaries. God is your creator. He's a surgeon. He's a master. And there's nothing perverted about him at all. We have all screwed up so royally in sexual morality that we're ashamed to approach the Father, but the Father's the only one that can fix us by being intimate with us in our holy place. Doesn't mean He's molesting your balls and banging your vaginas. It means that He's dancing with you. It means that He's a gardener in your holy place. you got to get real with these people because they're all bold when they're in sin and they get shy and bashful and blush when you come into the Holy Spirit and it's a demon called Jezebel. You need to understand that. Jezebel works within the wounds of your sexual sin. And I'm too ashamed to bring it to the service. Listen, the Father ain't ashamed of anything. You just got to let Him in and just give up everything to Him and trust Him as your surgeon. Trust Him as your gardener. Trust Him as your intimate partner. Because you can't make it without the Father. You can't make it without intimacy with the Father. There's no chance in hell you'll make it. You'll go and you'll sin and you have repeated sin in your life and you'll, you'll never overcome pornography. You'll never overcome relationship addiction. You'll be screwed up your whole life until you're intimate with Dad. And you can call him Daddy and you can call him Mommy. Oh yeah, that's true. Brooding mother hen. It is written, Jerusalem, how I long to brood over you like a brooding mother hen. He is Mommy and He is Daddy. He is our Creator. God the Father. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. And get free today. Get set free from your sin. All your sexual wounds get healed. Let the Father into your garden. Let Him move in your bowels. Out of your bowels will spring springs of fire. Oh, the woman at the well, John chapter 4. She had had five husbands and the one she'd living with was not even her husband. Five, which means she had maxed out sin in her five physical senses. And now she lived in six, which was Satan's prison of adultery. Oh yeah. And then Jesus Christ came around with seven, set her apart completely so that four rivers would flow through her soul. She's an apostle, Fotili. Amen. The woman at the well. Famous apostle. And the issue was, having that spring spring up in her belly unto eternal life. Once she got the revelation of where her husband actually was yeah. <laughs> in her belly, she was free all of her days. She brought a harem of women, and by harem, I mean I'm talking of intimate lovers, virgins, city to city, Alexandria, all over the world, and would sack cities with the glory of God because of this revelation of her husband that was within her own belly. 
birthing the springs of fire, and her mind renewed to be sealed in the glory dimension of the Garden of Eden that Jesus Christ unlocked inside her heart. Amen. And she lived in that place all her days until Nero Caesar killed her by throwing her down a well. Holy Ghost. But you're not going out that way. You're going up by the well of Jesus Christ, your husband and king, springing up in your bellies right now as springs of fire. Everything you're looking for on the outside, you must find in Christ on the inside. And it will pay your electric bill. And it will promote you. It will put food on the table. It will. It will put good food, the best and finest food on the table. It will put the finest and best clothes on your children's backs. You will ride upon the high places of the earth and you will eat the inheritance of Jacob, it is written. Amen. When you sacrifice all of the sin of Esau, when you sacrifice all the sin of the pleasures of the flesh that are deceiving you your whole life, the, all of the deception of idolatry that I can only have a good life by the power of my brain and my soul's ability to provide for myself. You know, trampling Jehovah Jireh underfoot in our own hearts after we ask Jehovah Jireh, Jesus Christ, to come into our hearts, but we don't even know Him. It's true. The issue is we get bewitched and we get cut off from God in our own hearts. And God is removing the covers of the wells for the springs of fire of the intimacy of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to spring up in your hearts and flow out of your faces like Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 17. It says in Matthew 17 that out of His face poured the glory of God brighter than the noonday sun. You get this revelation today. Out of your face, from within your holy place, will flow the river of the glory of God. Will they see you glowing? Oh yeah, they will. They will. They'll feel you glowing first. They'll treat you like you're glowing even before that. And then later on, after you've completely burned through them with the bright morning star that, riz, that rose from the dead in your bowels of compassion right through your faces, they will see you in your true form. The angel-like sons of God, the day makers and the morning bringers, the morning stars. Amen. They make light. We don't run on the light of the sun and the moon anymore. We run on the light of God and the Lamb. We run on the light of His glory river. And you have to have a revelation of where the river, the springs of fire come from. They come out of your belly, your holy place. Your holy place includes your genitals. That's why only the pure see God. If there's any sexual morality at all in you, you'll never feel the river, maybe a little bit, but it will never be consistent. You'll always go back into Satan and just give up. I tried Christianity. But I'm telling you, the Father's pleasure wants to go into your garden, go into your holy place, and clean up all your sexual sin so you become like the virgins that the Bible talks about. They're called wise virgins. Oh yeah, the New Testament talks about virgins all the time. The bride of Christ is a virgin because she let daddy touch her. Oh, come on. She let daddy touch her in her holy place. And all of the sexual wounds from her immorality of getting raped and getting molested by the night watchmen and all the shadows of the earth and all the demon-possessed men and women in the earth are healed when she dances with Dad in the Garden of Eden. And the Father is a perfect healer and He plants spices 
where weeds once grew. He goes into the gardens of our heart. He goes into the bowels of our compassion. And He heals us from all sexual sin by His perfect love. As long as we can trust Him to be the gardener of our holy place. And the pleasure that we will experience will be continual ecstasy. And it will raise us up in perfect morality. Resurrection morality of God the Father's virginity working in our bowels of compassion raising up our souls as our minds are renewed from all the lust and perversion that is in the world today. And that's how you completely slaughter all the principalities of Satan into the lake of fire. And a holy people, the 144,000 virgins, that will all fit into this marriage carriage of the kingdom company that will now take every city and every nation. Not a ministry, a kingdom company. It's not about names. We all have new names. I'm given new names all the time. I had a group of prophets last week coronate me as king and give me a new name as Joel. Your new name is Joel. It's true because we're releasing the best wine for last. Now, this is the marriage supper of the Lamb wine. This is the Father's love wine of Eden that will heal you from sexual sin, that will heal you from everything that's in the world, that will completely resurrect your souls to be sealed in the Garden of Eden, to dance with the Father, dance with the Son, dance in the Holy Spirit, golden glory, in the silver mist of your healed spirit, and to have perfect intimate fellowship with your brothers and sisters that are equally healed in that third heaven dimension of the heart realm, one to another. Love feasting is here to stay. It's our never-ending revival. So hop in the marriage carriage, become a financial partner with this ministry, magnify this ministry, raise up this ministry from the crack house in the ghetto. Let's take the stage, let's take Hollywood, partner with us, ask the Holy Spirit what you can do in financial partnership with this ministry, and we ask you to obey because you know He'll prosper you on the other end when you begin sowing. RedLetterMin.com, we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.